Johannes is over there clicking around as I'm doing this. But uh, I want to thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the Big Truth Podcast for 2024. Uh, for everyone that's uh, got a lot of listeners, I know that have been listening since episode one. So uh, for the last couple of years, I want to thank you for staying along for the ride. Um, if you want to support the show, make sure you subscribe, give it a like, give it a review wherever you're listening. Um, and if you want to further support, check us out at patreon.com slash big truth. If you got a motorcycle or into motorcycles or into motorcycle related, swag check us out at chopahead.com c-h-o-p-p-a-h-e-a-d um it's my motorcycle shop it's a brick and mortar motorcycle shop uh with a parts counter a shop in the back uh you know just a retail area so whatever whatever you need you need a helmet you need gloves you need uh uh, sweatshirt, you know, whatever. We got a whole line of uh, apparel. So even if you don't go to bike, you can check us out. Uh, give us a call at chophead.com uh, uh, or give us a call at 508-995-6764 if you need service done on your bike. We do service, repair, custom work, whatever you need, anything from a custom from an oil change to a full custom bike built. So anything in between that, you know, we're, we're, your, we're your guys. We got everything sitting here from a 1941 that we're doing a restoration on to the 2023 that we're doing work on. So, you know, uh, all year Harleys, we're, we're in it. Um, 13 County Road, East Freetown, Massachusetts. And, uh, yeah, just uh, BigTruthPodcast.com. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to launch into this right now. Yes, once again, we have liftoff. I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Big Truth Podcast, the first episode of 2024. And to uh, go with the general theme of that, uh, renewing and New Year's and all that stuff, I got my man Johannes on, who you might know as the Crown Prince of Friesland. Did I say it right, Friesland? You did. Yes, uh, you right. did. Which is a um, a uh, a sub um, uh, uh, region of uh, the Netherlands. It's the best region. Yeah, I'm of not the saying Netherlands. I'm not saying sub is in. Um, uh, I'm not putting any uh, weight on it. I'm just saying it's a a part uh, uh, a part a uh, principality of the Netherlands. Correct. Um, uh, uh, and according to some, the the top. Um, Region of the Netherlands. Yeah, um, according to nine out of the ten people, you know, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. like being like, yep, free slow and above. Yeah, known for uh, Frisian horses. Yep, wooden yeah. shoes. Wooden shoes and Johannes. Right. And uh, <laughs> check the show out and you can see the set of uh, uh, authentic Frisian made uh Shoes that uh, Johannes had made for for me in the shop and uh, <laughs> shop ahead, <laughs> and you got the little flags on your like little birthday donut. Yeah, it's the day after my birthday, and so Johannes brought me some birthday donuts with the Friesland flags on it, and uh, yeah, we we had a we had a <laughs> real Friesian team. We'll make we'll make you an honorary honorary Friesian yeah, team. Yeah, shout shout out the Canes Donuts and the the North Shore of Massachusetts, uh, it, a staple up there. Um, for the uh, people that are a little more discerning than Dunkin' Donuts, uh, you know what I mean. That's 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 a, a North Shore thing. We're in the South Coast of Massachusetts, so um, you know. About How far is the coast from here? Two minutes, five minutes, you know, whatever. We're on for real. Yeah. Oh well, shit. From the Dipper, it's right across the street. Like uh, our, our, the true, second floor, the second floor apartment um, is a, a water view apartment. 
Damn. So a couple of years from now, you have water-free property. Yeah. No, I have waterfront property now. <laughs> it does. It's not going to creep up any closer. It's like it's all right. It's not waterfront. It's across the street. That's um, true. Uh, yeah. But the train station will be in between us. So, um, so hopefully, me and Packer are doing a lot better in a in a, in a year or two. Right. There you go. We can make it a thing that like New Year's uh, New Year's dive like in front of the Dipper. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'd want to jump in. That well, line. that's why you're the organizer, yeah, so yeah, you don't yeah. have to do it. You have other idiots doing it. Yeah. So, so if you haven't heard before, Johannes is a uh, tattoo artist um, and uh, a world internationally known tattoo artist, and uh, travels a lot and um, tattoos all over the place, and also is one of the owners of a company called the Tattoo Flash Collective, which is becoming an official sponsor of the podcast this year. So I want to thank you on board for that. But not only that. Johannes is actually the first guest on the podcast ever. Yep. And, and number 102, right? I don't know what the year or the second one yeah. was. You were wedged in there somewhere in between. Um, but uh, yeah, in the first person to be on three times. There you go. This is your third appearance. Three strikes, you're out. Done. Yeah. After this. <laughs> That's it. No uh, more. Yeah. No. That's why we started to sponsor. Like, we're like, all right, let's do the sponsorship so you don't have to talk to me <laughs> yeah, anymore yeah. after no, this. I'm just kidding. But, you know, um, the outside of the M4, you know, obviously Packer and Joe and Mark and everyone and Danny and stuff been on a bunch. But um, the individual one-on-one gets you the first one to come back for a third appearance. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, um, Johannes rides rides around with us. Got He's got, like, four bikes. Fucking, it's everything this this uh, podcast is about. Fucking tattoos, fucking motorcycles, fucking punk rock stuff, and weird shit. I'm hitting all four. Yeah, weird ass fucking Dutch bastard. Yeah, there with a go. gold fetish. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy to be here for a yeah, third man. time. Thank you yeah, for man. having me. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, brother. It's weird because I I don't know. I wasn't even thinking about the setup on this table. It's like you're like fucking five miles away. The only time I set up the table like this was mid COVID when Ian came on. Ian McFarlane. And he was, you know, he gets, he's a kind of anxious dude. So he's like, oh, we got to further away. Yeah. So we did it. We, we, we had the, the garage door open. This was like in the midst of it. Like when no one knew what was really going on. And, um, you know, I like this. This feels kind of like a, a, a North Viking kind of like a long table, table, a long yeah, table, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, where yeah. you sit at one end, I sit at the other end, then, yeah, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. So what's been going on, dude? Like, um, you know, the, the tattoo, you know, I know, what, how long has it been since you left um, working for other people and you started your own studio? Is it, uh, is it a year or two? Now? No, no. It's like four years this year. It's four so years? It's four dude. years. So I signed the, I just looked at my pictures and I um, looked at the building that I'm in, in November, 2019, March, 2020, I signed the lease and That's I started right. rebuilding and then I was then ready to open and they were like, yeah, that's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, so right. like the first four months basically was like just shut down, Yeah, which <clears throat> it was super stressful, but obviously it, it worked out. Yeah, yeah uh, let it, you build it, it out. And well, it gave me four months to build it out rather yeah. than my idea was first is to go still work in the city at Good Faith Tattoo, then just come back home and just work in my hours off to just rebuild the shop, just get it to a point where it would pass inspection. Um, but this just gave me just four months the time. So if you see it, like, because I'm 
if the pandemic learned taught me anything is I, I can't sit still. I yeah, can't be yeah. in the house. So yeah. luckily I had the shop as a project. So I would just go in by myself and I would just smoke a bunch of weed and just lay there. And I just painted every pipe on the ceiling because yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the shop was ready, but I still had like three months left of like three, doing three, absolutely nothing. Three months like, to spruce it up. Yeah. Yeah. So like I painted every like little thing that I just could. And, uh, for the rest, I just had time, like obviously like to, to do a bunch of paintings and all that, but it's been four years. Next year is going to be five years. I haven't had an opening party or anything yet just because it was just like weird. And then. So you should like, just wait till five years and do a five year party. right? Yeah. It's like five years, like next year is five year of, um, the tattoo shop. The year after that, it's 10 years of tattoo flask collective. So yeah. I'm, I'm debating if we want to do something like combined or yeah. if we're just say fuck it we'll just do two parties yeah. like you know um the tattoo flask collective one <clears throat> has like a potential to just be a little bigger because it doesn't need to be done in boston uh, it can just be on the road going to tattoo shop or tattoo conventions basically um but yeah the shop one i i want to do something because there's a lot of people that haven't seen the shop yet yeah. um and it's just been five years it's it's been flying by it's like absolutely insanity how it, fast it went <clears throat> what's insanity to me is that like i literally thought it was a year or two and it's still like and i'm sure this is the same thing for a lot of people like the the the, the three years of weirdness you know what i mean of, of lockdowns and shutdowns and whatever's um some of that time just doesn't even register to me. Like, cause half of it is like, man, time's flying and I don't even realize it, but it's like, there's three years of like fuckery dude that like, yeah, you could barely do anything yeah. or just it's, everything so was doesn't just even, different. Everything was just like three years on pause. Yeah. And so it's like, it's, it does, everything seems like, um, you know, Time is like very weird for me right now, and I don't know if it's like early dementia or something, but it's like I'm like, well, you're a year that older. Was, that was like last year, man, and then I was like, no, no, that was like four years ago. Like time's just like speeding up and taking off, yeah. dude. And it's like, well, I think that we're still bizarre. feeling the effects on on all of it, right? It's it's just like been crazy, how, just how fast everything's been going. I had like ideas of the shop, how I wanted things to do. And um, you were either not allowed or it was just, there wasn't just no time for it. And just four years just flew by. Like, yeah. it, it's like crazy. So I'm still there by myself. The idea was never- Because I know you were like, th that's why, that's the other reason why I don't feel like it's been that long. Because I know you were like, oh, I'm going to bring, set it up, get do a year or two by myself and then bring someone else in. And, and it's like, that's why I'm like, oh yeah, it's only been like a year or two. Right? Yeah. And that's like crazy. And it, I, I still want to, but obviously I want to just not just hire the first person that just knocks on the door. It, it's like, I want to have, I have a certain vision that I want the shop to be and do good tattoos and all that. And it, it's not really a walk-in shop, but I don't want it to be a private studio too. So I'm kind of flying in, some be weird, in between now. Yeah, some gray zone. But <clears throat> there's, there's a shortage of really good tattooers that don't have a spot yet. And because I got so fortunate with my clientele that I have a really strong clientele to where I'm booking out a couple of months in advance. So in four years, I have never done a single walk-in in the shop. Yeah, so yeah. now if you want to take on another tattooer, it's kind of starting completely anew. Cause like, nobody yeah, if they don't have a clientele, you don't have a walk. It's a weird thing. That's how it is with, with us at atomic. Like, cause Dan's like booked out like almost a fucking year at this point. And, um, 
And so there's no time for walk-ins. We don't even answer the phone there half the time anymore. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And, and eventually people stop calling or yeah. they call and they ask for a walk-in. And I'm like, okay, well, I can do a walk-in if you come walk in in June and kind of make an appointment. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's not really walk-in. Make walk an appointment in, now, like- then walk your ass in in June. Yeah, that's fine. So it, it is a little bit more difficult because you either need to have a tattoo artist that has clients already, or I just need to shift my uh, my ideas and my my energy a little bit towards creating that like the North Shore knows that we're doing walk-ins, yeah, although that could be on certain days. But Instagram is is a, is a big thing, obviously, that I need to jump back on. And I took a I took a social media break on the on the tattoo part. Um, so yeah, I, I would have to start that back up. And yeah. That, I don't feel like that would be hard to do. Like it, w- it would take you a little while to get back up in the algorithms, I think. And I still don't like, I act like I know what I'm talking about. I have no idea. Like I'll do one post on one day and it gets like way crazy engagement and it's a dumbass post. And then I'll do one like, all right, this is like an important one. And, and it's like, it gets very limited engagement. And it's like, I know there's science. There's people whose whole job is to like schedule when you're posting stuff to yeah. reach optimal people and doing it this way. Like, Oh, you can't even do a post anymore. You got to do a reel now. You can't even do a, it was a story first. Was like you got to show hit, your face. And now it's going to steal. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I'm not one of those like super narcissistic people that have to show my face. They're like, no, no, but you got to like you, it has to be you talking and saying, something. I'm like, I'll post audio of the podcast. That's close enough. Like no yeah. one see this. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. Like, but like, and I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck to talk. Like, if I'm doing it, I'm just going to rant and it's going to be like some Achi Bunker shit. And then like, no, one's gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. No like but you hit on something important, dude. Like. I don't know what happened during the time of, you know, the weird times, we'll say, the, those three years. But, um, like, it used to be a lot easier to find people to work. And yeah. it's, like, across every industry, bro, like, it, like, Chopped, like, we've been trying to get another tech for a long time. And we'll get, like, super inexperienced guys that want to come in, which is cool, like, you know what I mean? But it's, like, I also, I need someone that's ready to fucking rock, you know what I mean? And 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 it's, it's like that with the tattoo. Like, we have Fred Smith coming in, but he keeps having issues where he, he can't physically get into the... Fred is Fred. It, Fred He's is awesome. Fred. If you know Fred, then, you, you know, it's funny. Um, it was awesome when he still had his license for a little while and he was ripping in on his shovel head chopper every day and fucking whatever. Um but, you know, he's been having issues with licenses and, and transportation. So, but, like, to try and find someone now, you there's, like, there's no shortage of, like, people that are, like, 100%, like, just, like, scratchers and kitchen wizards that are still doing it. But, like, it seems like good artists either, like, people got out of the trade or they, um, you know, or they have their home. Like, your yeah. best bet is, like, you find some guy that, like, has, or some gal that for some reason wants to move to the Boston area and needs a home. Like, that's, like, you're that, going to be your that, best bet. Like That's, like, really difficult, too, right? But I, then I, they I, don't I, have the clientele locally, but they probably have the name. You and know you're paying I mean? Boston prices in rent, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, if you, you if you come from, like, wherever your rent is, like, maybe $1,000 and you want to, like, start living in Boston, I Forget mean, it. like, yeah. with no clientele. So there is a really short or small influx of like new tattooers moving to the Boston area. Yeah. And cause like, I, I think that if you want to, if you decide to move and you want to make a name of yourself in tattooing and you want to like learn more, get bigger, there's amazing tattoo shops in Boston where yeah, you can yeah. do that, but it ain't New York. It ain't San Francisco. It seems that like if an artist makes a choice to like take that extra step in in tattooing, New York seems to be a easier step because of just it's more. 
there's more it's easier to like or easier it's it's working hard but like there's more there's more good shops and the rents compared to boston and new york is not that much difference anymore mm. so yeah. boston, and you make and you just make more money in new york like oh yeah york the is, hourly rate is higher the hourly and, and there's just more people there's yeah. more more there's physically more people around so you have more business and i'm not in the city right i'm in lynn so yeah. it's not not that it's like far but like it's like you're not getting those college kids right yeah, like but you, but you have enough of a name and enough of a pedigree and you've been doing it long enough where you have a clientele that's going to come to you no matter they'll, they'll drive three hours to come to you you know what i mean yeah like, I, I i hit the new england like market i have people from connecticut and like yeah, vermont and yeah, all yeah. of that but it's just like yeah wh whoever you get in the shop that's just obviously a little bit of a difficult one being like do they have the pool so if i'm not going with like directly an artist i would totally like love the idea of having just more guest artists coming through because obviously through my travels through like whatever subcultures we're in we are knowing so many people yeah, yeah. that like and plus your draw. existing clients would probably love to get oh, tattooed absolutely. by because a lot of people are collectors and they want to get work from different people. oh absolutely and that like just like takes a little bit of the stress on on my end the way too that if you want to have a dagger and a skull that like you don't want to wait till like august to get an yeah. appointment now you can just like being like okay well next week we have so and so guesting yeah, and yeah. they can get you in next week they yeah. can get you in next week so it's just it, it takes a long time to set that up to get like a regular guest artist also because Plus, I, I travel quite a yeah. bit so i i obviously have to be there if yeah, a guest yeah, artist sure. comes so it, it's just kind of like a logistic thing Plus, a lot of people that guest artists are, you know, have a name and like probably would have their own clientele like waiting for them in that city. Like if they're like, oh, I'm going to be in Boston in July. Like I got a week. Like you want to, you know what I mean? I'm sure they'll help. A lot of guys will, or gals will book themselves. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. And be great for the shop and be great for me too because like you know it's like all my, my whole career I've been just working with alongside multiple artists and I'm just like by myself now, which I've been loving but like i do miss that interaction of like yeah, having yeah. another tattoo or there yeah, just being like around. hey man like i what would you do in this little area like yeah. you know and or just like, ball busting and hanging out and talking shit talking shit yeah, yeah. let me ask you this like um and i'm i'm sure we probably talked about this on one of the other appearances but i don't care i'll beat this i'll beat this to to death with a hammer um changes in like the world of tattoo and in, in regards to like tattoo culture and whatnot like i see this like in all our little subgenres of subculture things that we're into like whether it's like punk or hardcore or, or um motorcycles definitely and like tattooing um do you see like a difference like still in like like, what are the differences now than, like, it was, like, 10 years ago, like, and it's, like, you know, like, so, like, for this, for instance, and I'm not saying tattooing is the same way, but I get a glimpse of it, like, with the, with whatever, but, like, I feel like more and more often it's become a little more mainstream because all the TV shows gets, the culture of it's watered down. No one wants to do a proper apprenticeship and shit anymore. People are a little more um, easily hurt by words than, than they used to be. Like there's thinner skin um, and everyone gets tattooed with cream now instead of just, just yep. sucking it up and taking it. Um, like I noticed in the, the motorcycle like world, it's been fucking watered down, dude. And it's like this, all this shit used to be the last bastion of like, you know, fucking 
just rugged, like, fucking subculture shit. Like, earn your place. If you don't belong, don't belong. Fucking that shit. And yeah. now it's going to be like, no, accept everybody. And this is cool and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, sometimes I find it frustrating, especially in the motorcycle world, because I take shit personally. Like, and I'm like, because a lot of fucking, you know, soft motherfuckers <laughs> around now. And, uh, or just, you know, just fucking meatballs or whatever. But, I mean... I don't know. I mean, that doesn't you, matter. You, you, ha- not, you have that, like in tattooing. Obviously, like if we talk about tattooing, it's like it's bigger than it has ever been. It's yeah. a, it's so much bigger. Like, I the tattoo I, shops used to be pirate dens. You know what I mean? And now it's like now it's like fucking walking into Starbucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah, it's all fancy. It's just yeah, like yeah. sometimes some of them look like dental offices. Yeah, and all or, of or, that. or 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 like a salon. Yeah, some kind of like salon but, type. But but I've, I've been I've been struggling with that. Like you know, cause I I think that like social media. Like I I don't think. I don't think we're going back to those times of like just tattoo shops being that. Or motorcycle shops being like that. Oh, this one still is. On, but like, <laughs> and that's like where it's like. But it I works think, against us, and I'm very well aware of that, right? Well, and and that's like sucks, right? It's it's like being like, okay, do you want to go with it? Because like, I I feel that like the magic is still there. You just have to look for it a little bit more. And because yeah. of social media, you see way more. We're getting like way too much information in. Yeah, like right? Yeah, like yeah. the reason why I took a break on social media, it was just like I couldn't see the joy anymore in things because it's just you get overwhelmed with everything. You get pissed off on like the tattoos that are being done that like are not in my in my eyes, they're just not sustainable or they're not tattoos that will look good. It's thank you because at least I can send them to you for laser removal yeah, absolutely. or I'll do a cover up kind of yeah. thing. But then I, I was like, all right. Well, and you if- know what? The funny thing is some of those tattoos, like there's people that are just not technically proficient, but they're good at marketing themselves. And so they do these like fucking whack ass tattoos. And I'm like, and they're charging people like 500 bucks. I'm like, what? Well, I was like, Dan will do your whole fucking leg. Did you, you see you, the you, whole you like know? machine that does tattoos now where it's just like, it's not even a person it's like an actual little machine i'll, oh. I'll show you after this oh, podcast boy. there's a little video and it was on the news it's just like but it, it's like it's it's or there's like the i think what you were talking about is all like the super flowery color stuff with no outlines where it's no, like this looks fucking great right now check it again in five years five years five there's no, minutes, outli- you know, outli- like, no outline yeah. to hold it in no this is just like yeah i, I guess it's just like a, a machine that like just does the tattoo for you and and it's just like but it, it's such detailed tattoos that look amazing, but they're not going to hold up, right? Like the, the whole reason why, like, it's like, okay, well, you're learning to tattoo faster now than you ever did, right? It took me a long time just because I'm, I'm a half a retard and it takes <laughs> me fucking twice as long. You even said that half retardedly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm gonna take wait we're 21 minutes in I gotta find that I'm gonna use that as a sound clip gonna, but like it, it, it takes me longer so a lot of pe- <laughs> a lot of people like you you learn how to tattoo a lot faster now right because like you yeah. don't need to mix your inks anymore you don't need to like I was like at the tail end you were making of, your needles like, and like, where I need I ball in the needles with monocles to look for burrs and shit like yeah and it's like I was shit. at the tail end of that to where I didn't really have to do it but like it was still a rite of passage to where you just like learn how to do yeah, it because you want to learn the trade exactly and, and it's like honor people the old just ways. don't do that anymore because yeah. there, there's no reason to like 
mix your own ink. Well, ink maybe, but like to, to solder your own needle, like unless you're really passionate about it. But like the, the whole 10 years is People don't even know how to draw or paint anymore because they just do it on that iPad with that, that app there. And it's just like made, oh, the Procreate app. Yeah. Which yeah. is cool. I feel like Use that it to is your a advantage. 100% useful tool, but you should have the fundamentals of, you know, learning how to draw and paint and do all the shit that you need to do to do a good tattoo. Yeah. Um, and that's that's like I think where the difficult thing is because because you know it's like you and I obviously like you get I I think that like when everything shifts is like when you're starting in something because you're passionate about it and you make some money yeah to where now people seem to get in it for the, the money. money yeah and the passion like, is kind of gone and, and, and not with everybody yeah, but yeah, like no I see it there's a lot of motherfuckers that get into it because they're fucking lazy asses and they're like oh shit I can just fucking scribble on skin and make fucking 150 dollars an hour dude it's and amazing fucking, and blah 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 but you know like you ain't getting no respect from dudes that are heavy hitters or, no. or, or girls that are heavy hitters like if if this is the, this is the takeaway from all this and I'm not showing you I was like if you want to do something especially that's involved in one of these subcultures that have a long history that was a long hidden history like years ago if you want to know how to tattoo like you had to go apprentice for someone they made you scrub the toilets and fucking you didn't even pick up a tattoo gun for like a year or year. two years yeah. yeah yeah like you were doing grunt work and I'm not saying it has to be like that but like that's how you learned something you had a you developed um more of a respect and more of a love for it, the craft and the trade of it because you you did all the work to get it. Whatever you're given, you don't respect as much as whatever the yeah. fuck you earned. And so go go people getting into this stuff, do it the right way. It's cool. It's way cooler and you'll have way more respect and you'll do way better in the future with it, whether it's building custom motorcycles or tattooing. And it's longer, right? Anything. Like it's, it, gonna it's take a longer, longer life for you to yeah. in, in the tattoo world as well. Because if, if you get into tattooing or motorcycles and all that for quick cash, well, you're going to be surprised. Yeah. Like, yes, like some of these like people that learn how to tattoo, they're amazing tattooers. They are even better like promoters. They can promote themselves. Yeah. They're good well, on social media. That's a, and that's always been but the like, thing with it's art, It's not right? sustainable. Like, do you have clients that like have lasted 12 years? Well, no, because you haven't been tattooing. And in 12 years, your tattoos are just not going to look the same. Yeah. That's fine. Because like, in all honesty, like those kind of shops, like that kind of tattooing is not going to go. But like, those are not the clients that I'm after either. Yeah, so I, I just like started to like this year, starting off right again, I'm just like looking at the positive things and I'm just going to look for the magic. Yeah. I'm going to look and, for and the And that might mean firing clients too. Like that, there's no problem with that. Like, hey, this motherfucker don't really get it. Like, sorry, I, dude. Like go down there and like this, this person's more suited for well, what it, you're looking for. It's like being like, why, why do you want me to do a tattoo like this? Like being like, just, just, you know, like you're not going to a, a French restaurant to ask for like a pizza, a yeah. pizza, right? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, just because I'm a restaurant, you know, yeah, just yeah. because I'm a tattooer, I don't do anything. Yeah, like, you're coming to me just, because you like what I do and this is what I do. And yeah. you're asking for something that I don't do. Like, this is how we do it. I take your idea and this is how we do it. And this is how I can draw. You want me to draw different being like, well, that's kind of like asking me to just learn a complete new yeah. craft. Like, or just like, like, or do something you don't, you're not going to enjoy. Not passionate about. And it's like, I've been, this year has been 25 years that I came into the, the tattoo and piercing world through piercing and 20 years of, uh, 20 years of tattooing, I think, or no, 17, 18 years of tattooing. So you've, you've seen it like all come back and you know, what's going to work. I know what works for me and that's what I want to focus on. And I, if I've been doing this for 25 something years, and 
I still have debt and I still don't sit on like a retirement or anything. The next 25 years are not going to change it. And that's all fine too. Because yeah. well, I other love thing. my job. Yeah. It allows me to travel. It allows me to meet so many new people. Yeah. I get to, I, I never, uh, honestly, I never really feel like I'm a day at work. It's just still like mind boggling to me that this is how I survive yeah. survive right yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like being like i could sit in a cubicle and like yeah have a 401k and all of that but it's or you could like, be tar on a roof you know? in arizona you know what i mean yeah, and, fuck that in, in june you know like, <laughs> it's fuck. like too hot yeah, yeah. no i, know. I, don't, I sunburn too easy yeah, yeah. no I, I get it man and, and that's the thing like that's that's what separates um the people that'll be here through the hard times and then the people that are just like oh long for the ride and, they, and it's kind of beautiful too like i feel like we're going into that right now dude like well there's a recession coming on dude like I mean, I'm not even getting into pol politics or eco economics and stuff, but there's a vast difference this year. From well, last I mean, year. you you kind of like feel it already. You yeah. see it everywhere, and and it's just like also it's like if we it, there's there's so many like you know like new businesses that's starting up because it's also kind of easier than ever, right? It's like being like you you've been a tattooer for like a couple of years. It's like okay, well, you have the funding to rent a a, a, a place that is like uh, zoned for tattooing, really that's all you need. And then yeah, it's yeah. just like a little bit of time and you just like open your tattoo shop and it's just like, okay, five years from now, you might not be there. Maybe you are, you know? And there's a lot of clients to go around to. It's just like, I truly just want to focus on my own thing, my own positive thing. And it kind of makes it nicer too. Cause if I go to like motorcycle shops, it's like, I will look for places like this that have that like feeling of like the old motorcycle stuff. And yeah, yeah. it kind of maybe becomes like a little bit more of a, uh, a challenge to find those good places as well. You know, like yeah. just being like, Oh fuck it. Let's just see how many cool like motorcycle shops and tattoo shops we can find in new England. You yeah, know, yeah. like there ain't a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of tattoo shops there ain't a lot of cool ones like yeah well that's why like being like you know all those shops could be cool tattoo shops if they just buy fucking tattoo flash there we go you know there oh, you go boy. There, there, we, there, we, there we got the businessman there <laughs> don't do no cheesy segues bro like but no nah, uh, like your tattoo shop could look so much cooler with some <laughs> tattoo flash and um you know, uh, again, shout out to uh, Johannes and the Tattoo Flash Collective because they helped outfit us at the Dipper. And uh, we get a lot of compliments on the artwork. That's awesome. I'm fucking stoked with that. Yeah. Do you have a bigger race? So I was, I was just like, show me stuff that looks nautical. Yeah. Well, we actually like not to like go completely like on the thing, but like we, we changed on the website now because like obviously when you have like so many products, it's going to be hard, right? Like I know what flash benchies does or like that rinto does or anything like that but like somebody might not so we've been working the last year on like, like making our search function in yeah. categories so now you can just type in skull rose dagger and every sheet with a skull rose and dagger or combined like images pop up so yeah, yeah, it's cool. just like if you ever want like new stuff for like the dipper and you just like want to have nautical stuff you just type in nautical type in ship type in titties <laughs> whatever you want and well, it just pops right up let, let's let's dial it back a little bit tell people what tattoo flash collective is anyway okay. so you know what i mean like i know because you're my boy like you know what i mean but yeah. like uh, um uh, but yeah for someone who's just listening to this like, so so tattoo flash collective is basically a site and and uh where we uh, sell tattoo flash prints and books from artists from all over the world. Um, 
And um, yeah, basically that's it. It's it's really like we we have a huge catalog of tattoo flash uh, rather than selling them in sets where you have to like pay X amount and you get like 20 sheets from one artist. You can just mix and match. You can just like pick one sheet. So the, the beauty on that is that we you have saw a lot of it. books and shit too. Yeah, like that's like uh, whenever I took my business partner, my good friend Kent on, like he was like more well-versed in like the books and all of that. So that just opened the whole like thing of like being like, all right, well, if we have the option to just, you know, back in the days, we would have like a lot of line drawing books, that, but they were like spiral bound and they, they did the trick, but they just didn't have like the the look of like an actual book. So mm -hmm. we just have like the printers and all of that to just create these books. And um, it, it's just amazing that we can just find artists that would love to do a book. They have like amazing work, but somehow like they never had the chance to like release a book or have a publisher do their book. And we're kind of like those like we're like being like i don't care if you have a good name or not if you have good work like i would love to do your book yeah, i would yeah. love to do your book because you deserve it just as much as the big names kind of thing right yeah, yeah. so it, it's just like a, a an awesome way of just getting like stuff out there for artists that in 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 a world of today where it is like so hard where social media is basically almost 60 percent of your work where you have to promote yourself so much it's just a lot easier if one one entity one collective can kind of yeah, yeah. do it because like obviously if you look for like new tattoo flash on in the shop instead of like ordering from 30 different artists like you can just come to our site you it's just get it and we pay artists out like they get commission on everything that we sell with their products on yeah, there yeah. so that's always been like one yeah, of the main things because it's by by you guys, by tattoo artists for tattoo artists. It's not like some shady dude that came in and was like, oh, I can make money on this. Nope. And just doesn't give a fuck. Like, exactly. And it gradually grew. I never had the, I, I never knew how big it would get or how like, just like it, it was either going to be constantly a side project or it just like grew kind of like bigger as it does now. And we're not trying to like grow like massively to get like a huge market position. Just like if we grow, we grow. That's cool. But like yeah, yeah. our main focus is not to make as much money as possible. Let's just get the stuff out there and just Do cool make shit. tattoo Do shops look fucking cool with Flash, you know? Now... now do you know, like, and you might not, like, I don't know how deep you get into looking at your clientele. Like, do a lot of people just order shit for, like, their house, like, that are just random people? Or is it mostly tattoo shops and tattoo artists? Or do you know, do you kind of get an idea of, like... It's a little hard to find, because obviously, like, when somebody makes an order and it ships to a tattoo shop, you we know directly it yeah, know it's, yeah. like, a tattoo shop. But, like, if you order stuff and you send it to your house, we don't know if it's ended up in a tattoo shop or in home. I get you. But I know from, like, the tags that we get... It is actually a massive amount of people that are not tattooers that are just like enthusiasts. Yeah. yeah, because like you, you just got a new apartment, right? And like you want to have some artwork in your house. Well, what are you gonna do? You're gonna go to Michaels or or fucking any of those turd fucking yeah. like dumbass shops and then get like hashtag blessed or like fucking live love laugh <laughs> on yeah. your fucking wall if that's you cool you'll never find tattoo flash collective anyway right but if you're even slightly like interested in just like 
art that like is yeah it's it's very leaning to tattooing but we have some artwork too that is like done by tattooers but it's not directly like oh a skull and a dagger it's just yeah. like amazing prints you're just supporting like a local or artist. just a small artist instead of just some fucking corporate shit corporate shit that is just like I'm so sick and tired of like supporting these goddamn big fucking companies. Or like you're not buying some fucking thing off Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just being like, yo man, you're actually like giving a little bit extra money to this artist. You give a little bit extra money to like the tattoo flash collective to keep things running instead of just, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. as we know, buy a fucking second house for like somebody kind of yeah, thing, yeah. you know? And uh, so, yeah, it's, I, I think that like we, we, we hit like that perfect kind of like market in between where we get and tattoo shops and we get people that just want stuff in their house and all of that. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I got some pictures of like fucking like people that send us, their house looks better <laughs> than some tattoo shops. Yeah, yeah. Their house is just flashed out. They have so many flash and prints and all of that on the wall that I'm like, being like, this looks better than any of those dental tattoo shops that we were talking about, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's really nice to see. And I think that that's like also like just the beauty of it that like we can just like have like a little bit like more of a strength just offering stuff from like 50 or 60 different artists. I was gonna, that's like what I was gonna, like how many you artists do you know you're working with? I, I forgot, but I think it's like close to 40 or 50, yeah. I think at this point. What's the biggest print you make, just out of curiosity? Like, uh, I know, I, 40 by 60. Okay, so it's not all just flash, like. No, no, it's not all flash. Like it's like uh, the flash, we do, we do two different things. Like, so we have like standard flash, which is then non-archival as we call it. So if you keep it in the sun, like eventually over 20 years, it might fade, but yeah. after 20, years it's time for some new flash anyway yeah, yeah. uh we have the archival stuff too that's like more expensive and that like will obviously be pigment based ink so it will last a lot longer um then we have prints ranging from five by seven which is just a postcard site to like 40 by 60 which is just like a huge canvas prints and yeah, everything yeah. in between that's cool um and our printer up in maine like two crows printing like he's been with me from the start like thank god that we can do that because but, and that's the other thing it's all everything's printed in the u.s it's not like printed overseas and brought over yeah, well, no, you know, yeah. everything everything is printed. We just did a project uh, for Randy Hall, who works in uh, at Hero Tattoo. Uh, I think you know Jeff Cripp, right? Yeah. So he basically works at the second uh, second uh, Hero Tattoo. Um, Shout out to Jeff, good dude. What's and up? Another Jeff? dude, like we met him through motorcycles. Like it was just in the early days of like like late 90s early 2000s going to motorcycle shows and then finding other dudes that were like in hardcore and stuff like it was like Dude. jeff and his brother like we we clicked up at like one of the old smokeouts or something years he and years is a ago. fucking tattooer man like he is a tattooer through and through it's like it's amazing like that guy has just so much passion and obviously i know more people that way but jeff like it's it's just beautiful to see that like people are dedicating their life to their craft and, yeah, yeah. and after so many years still love it but we just did a project uh for randy and that's the only one that the box that those prints come in we had to outsource yeah yeah, yeah. overseas Cause that's the no, only time like in like almost 10 years that yeah. we that we printed something overseas by a large you're 99.9 percent all American made, yeah, yeah, but it's like... It's I would have loved to have an American made, but then the price would have been just so ridiculous to where it's like, no one like okay, well, thing. nobody would have bought it, and what yeah. good is it doing then? So sometimes you got 
to you know, sometimes you have to, you know, yeah, but yeah. like we try and avoid it as much as we can. So that's like why I'm up in Maine every <laughs> now and then, you know, like just like just do the print shop and it's just in a garage of like, you know, days like uh days house and it's 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 amazing. That's the only way that I would want that, you know. No, no, that's fucking rad. I didn't I didn't realize that. I know you go up to Maine for that, but I didn't know it was a Yeah, like a and dude. it's like it's a garage, but it's like you know, it's yeah. like freaking a big steel building. It's yeah. not yeah, it's not like it's not a garage like a two stall little garage. No, no, yeah. it's like a decent size or a decent size. It's like enough to like I don't know, like fucking, like I think like six, seven printers or something like that are like standing there that we do everything on. So yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. 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 So. The, when I was in high school, like that's what I was in high school for was graphic arts, graphic like, arts, running printing presses. But that's a, a whole different outdated. Like all the shit I learned was so outdated. We were using these like Heidelberg presses. Like I was like, I knew how to, I learned how to typeset. Like I could make type out of lead. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like print with that. And it's like, bro, this is like some like 1700s like <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like, like, the, you know, uh, but anyway, yeah. I digress. The printing technology has definitely advanced, you know? It's uh, it's kind of crazy, too, that, like, we ju- we just bought a new printer, and it's, like, it's it's a year and a half old, and it's already outdated kind of thing. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. like, so crazy how fast, like, those things are, like, changing, but... Yeah, so what's, uh, what, what do you, what's going on with, uh... Tattoo Flash Collector, what do you guys got planned? Anything big coming up? And what do you guys do? Do you guys go to a lot of, like, you, you still go to a lot of um, conventions, conventions and all that? and whatnot? So conventions, it's like, it's, it's uh, we do... Do you guys do good at those? Like, that must be a pain in the ass. Like, that shit must get heavy, transporting all that fucking it's, shit. It's, it's impossible. I, I, I bought a pickup truck just for it, and it doesn't even lift it anymore. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, so what you do is like, yeah, it's like... Going through shocks all the time, new shocks. It, yeah, it's just like insanity. So, like, luckily, we just, like, rent a U-Haul trailer now, yeah, or yeah. just a trailer to the tow hitch. Yep. I guess that's a trailer. Um, just to bring everything. But it, it's... We wanted to do more conventions, but, like... Any convention that we cannot drive to, it's just going to be near damn impossible because yeah. we have 3,000 pages of flash. So if we want to take all that with us, you know, you need at least two or three of each. So like you're talking 9,000 pages of flash, then I don't know how many books we have, but like it, it's a hard thing because you never know what sells. I mean, obviously the stuff that you bring sells because that's, but like- Because that's know, what like, people have to choose from, yeah. Exactly, but like, yeah, it's, it's really hard to gauge like the, the clients that are coming. So the, the tattoo conventions are good. I mean, it's not like a huge moneymaker, but it is a more fun way to promote and show face on Tattoo Flash Collective. Plus I would assume sometimes then, people are at a convention, they don't want to- buy some shit and have to carry it around, but they'll go order it later. They go order it later. We can do orders for them right away. We can just like be like, hey, we can just like make the order right now. Once ship we're back right at the print shop, ship it right to your house so you don't have to travel with it. But of course, like every tattoo convention has like a lot of local people coming. Yeah, uh, You know, the tattooers come from all over, but mostly the people that are coming are just like locals. And we see that they're, they're also, they're there. They want to support local art. They want to support, and they might not be able to get a tattoo too but they can buy a print for 10 12 bucks or 15 bucks or 50 bucks whatever their budget is like we we try to stick within that budget so like financially you know like which which i don't always find like the most important thing to talk about but like it's it's not a home run but if i take time and money out of my own pocket to promote something, I'd rather go, way rather go to a tattoo convention sure. and support that than give $100 to Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah. And do an advertisement kind of but thing. But that's what so, people 
they don't understand about like all these businesses. Like everyone's like we were talking about earlier. People think you own a business. Oh, you fucking rolling, fucking that. It sucks. Yeah, rolling in debt. You're rolling in debt. <laughs> That's it. Because the bigger you go, playing shell games with debt. Like I take this from this to pay this, and like hopefully this money comes in that this guy owes me so that I can pay that later this month. And well, because the blah. bigger you get, the more you need to invest too, right? Yeah, because yeah. like okay, we get bigger, but that means that we have to have more book inventory, or else we'll just sell out, and then you constantly need new stuff Things, to yeah, yeah. kind of get too. But like tattoo conventions are, are like nice. I think it's like very important to show face too. It's like, yeah. you know, cause like I don't like to put my face on social media directly. It's like, I don't directly need the whole world to know my face and that like, no, you gotta you know, talk, it's you gotta me talk, and You gotta Ken, do a real when you're talking like, to the camera, buddy. Remember? Yeah. We, did oh, we, yeah. Did we say that on mic or off mic? I can't remember. Off mic, I think. Oh, yeah, I think or we maybe talking, off mic. I don't remember. We <laughs> were talking about that 10 minutes ago, bro. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. that much. <laughs> but like, it is good that like people are like, Oh shit, like it is actually people that are like involved in tattooing, right? Like yeah. it's a tattooer behind it. Kent has been involved in tattooing. Like he's never tattooed, but he's been involved in tattooing for like longer than many people have been tattooing. Yeah. Uh, he did everything like Tattoo Artist Magazine, Illustrated Monthly, all those kind of things. And like when people see that face behind it, it just gives like a little bit more of a legitimacy just the same as me it's like if i need to spend money on something and i know that it's actually going to a person that's within that same subculture i'm way more likely to jump sure. on it than being like well what is this company you know yeah, yeah. um well i see flash for five dollars on amazon yeah being like okay buy that probably it's like stolen from yeah, us yeah, like yeah, you know yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like it, it's 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 crazy but like so we do conventions we do i think like four in uh in the united states and then we do one in uh in europe like the Aachen show that's like at the moment the only one because it's like financially it's just obviously a lot more expensive to do uh conventions yeah, yeah. in europe but we're, we're scaling up tattoo flash collective europe too because of like the whole import cost like if you order something from the united states it gets to europe like you pay 20 percent import tax over there you know it's it's like it's like so crazy that like I was sending my mom a present for uh, for Christmas and she had to pay like import tax over yeah. that. And it was a painting. Uh, like they were like, okay, what's the value? Being like, well, there is no value. I made my mom a painting, you know? It's like, Five dollars. Like, it's a piece of paper, bro. Like yeah. 25 cents. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Like, you know, it's like being like, okay, I painted it. Well, nobody wants to buy an original for me anyway. So it's zero dollars, asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like, yeah, I had to pay like $15 to just like it's, get it, it delivered. It's, it's worth her. less than the postage was. So, yeah, so exactly. Relax. So relax on the tax. But like doing that, like in Europe, so shipping it out and we ship it all out from like Rento's tattoo shop because obviously, when I'm back home like that's like where I'm sorry that's like where I'm like working um so it's just like easy we can just like ship so do you have a whole separate website for the Europe yeah we have oh, a whole separate cool. website for it because so it's um, printed and shipped from Europe so yeah it's printed in the Netherlands and shipped out of the Netherlands so oh, that's cool um so yeah there too it's free, like we, free, we in Friesland in Friesland yeah in Friesland. In Bur in wait wait no, let's do it let's do it let's, let me say it right how do you say it Friesland Friesland there you go all right now you're even like one percentage more freezing already, yeah. man. You're you're getting there. Fucks up freeze line. <laughs> I, I remember when you came on, we had this boost in the Netherlands listeners. Um, it's dwindled, man. So I got to get you on every now and then oh, so we can damn, get, the, yeah. get those motherfuckers listening. Well, we can get some more Frisians on, you <laughs> yeah. know, like some Frisian horses, like uh, trainers or yeah. something like that. You know, be very interesting. What did, what did you guys, wait, no, you got to tell me the story 
Um, what did you guys have when you were kids? Did you have ravens or did you have um, crows? Crows. All right. Yeah, yeah. So tell me crows. about these fucking crows again. We have dude. pet crows, dude. Like yeah. it's crazy. It's like just having a pet crow. It's like you you were really cool if you had a pet. Uh, what do you guys call it? Magpies, like the black, white, and yeah, the yeah. black and white ones. Like, um, are you catching these in the wild, or like, or, yeah, or do you go to the crow store? <laughs> so, so I'm from a town like of three thousand people. I think like maybe now since I left, it's three thousand two hundred. So like people been shagging it up a little bit, you know, over seventeen years. No, once you left, people are like, all right, it's cool to move here now. <laughs> yeah. like, or, like that, or, or because out, you're because you know? you're the prince of. Friesland, uh, people are like, oh shit, like we got to go where Johannes is from. Yeah, grow up there, you know, have like Friesian horses in the backyard and all of that. I think, and Tasha knows this better, but I think that the, you know, the, 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 the cows, the milk cows, the black and white cows, those are also from Friesland. Um, I think they- All over the world? They originate from there? Well, I don't know if they ship on my plane, but like they originated from Friesland. I don't know how like they the, make it. The black and white cows that are here in the U.S. originally they're Friesian cows. Yeah, they're okay. they're Friesian milk cows. Did not know that. So in Friesland, from what I understood from Friesland. Tasha, is like they actually outnumber the people that live there. Oh, really? So they could revolt against us and we'd be fucked. You know. All right. So how does one get a uh, acquire a, a pet crow? Like, is it like some weird fucking old European heathen shit? Like where like pagan ritual stuff where it just like it comes to you? Like you got to be in, yeah, on your twelfth like, birthday no. or something. <laughs> like the night of your twelfth birthday, so you have to live have in the woods so and many... get an egg or something and, and nurture the egg. So we have so many farms <laughs> that like there is a lot of like ravens and uh, like the ravens and crows and like whenever like there is a nest and the crow mom or dad, whatever it is, dies, like then like you would get these like baby crows and you would just like kind of like raise them and they are super intelligent and yeah. smart to where like they love like, like shiny shit too, right? Like they bring stuff to you and all of that. But like we just like I, I think Tasha, like the first time she came, like we we went on a bicycle of course to like the grocery store and she was like, oh my God, there's like somebody like has like uh, a, a raven on, on their handlebar on their bicycle. And I was like, oh yeah, that's probably somebody's pet, you know? And she was like, just like thinking I was like jerking at Jane, right? Like yeah. she was like, no way. And I was like, no. And then he came back and the crow is just like happy, go sits on his shoulder and they just cycle through town, right? Like we would have him like also like one of the kids, like he had him and it would fly with us going to school like because school was like 10 kilometers like away so we would go on a bicycle and this raven was just with him and then as he was in school he would the raven would just like wait and like be around and then when come out of school again he knew that when the bell rang that that's when kids would come out and he would just sit on his fucking bicycle you know and that's like how you go it was a raven or a crow i can't remember so people have both cry 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 tama cry so, uh, could I, it probably, it most, I think it might be a crow. Okay. I would have to do the translation on like, uh, okay. on like thing, but like it's the, uh, it's the, what the crows are, the really fat ones and the ravens are the, the skinnier one. It's the skinnier one. Okay. I think that's a raven. That's a raven. Sure. Yeah. So. Crows but, are like in the flock. Like they're always like fucking around with each other. Okay. Yeah. Crow, crow, crows are intelligent. Like, like they like to like they like play jokes and shit and they antagonize motherfuckers. It's funny. This is like a, so in Frisian it's tamakroy. Okay. 
So it, it's a crow. It's most likely is a crow yeah. like that would like a, a because like raven. I don't know even what that would translate to in in Frisian. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it's like a, and somebody like, will fact check and this and let us know. I know. Yes, we, please. We, when it gets posted, someone's gonna be. Like, oh, and by the way, it's blah, blah, blah. and that's not how you pronounce it. Yeah, being like, all right, well, I've been a Yankee for seventeen okay. years relax, now, you know. Relax, yeah. <laughs> but like my cousin, he was actually really good into taming like crows. So. Like he would tame him, and then you would be able to get that from him, and it was already like already tame and all of that. Yeah, it because like, it, it it's like not a, it's not like a fucking cat or a dog. It takes yeah. like a little bit longer than that. But like, it, from what I've heard, it's like dying out a little bit. Like not as many people have tame crows like anymore. So if you want a Frisian like, crow, you better get over there quick. Yeah, man. Like if you if you call, call Johannes's cousin, call Johannes's cousin. That could be our. Fifth business, sixth yeah. business. I'll like, import them. Like, we'll we'll start through, through the tattoo flash, the the uh, the tattoo flash corrective and crow emporium. Uh, we'll yeah. uh, we'll get them we'll get them over here for you guys. There you go. Yeah. Seven thousand dollars is what they start at. Uh, ready to roll. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! No, I want one. So let me know. But yeah, I know it's 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 like a very funny thing that like it never dawned on me that that was so. Strange. Yeah. Let's yeah. say it like it was just the most like it's just like, oh yeah, well he has he has a crow. He has a crow. Being <laughs> like, okay, well you have a dog, he has Every, a crow. Everybody's so a crow, weird yeah. about that, right? Yeah. So uh yeah, it's like oh, so, some of those funny things that like just like being like, oh, what? that is actually really weird because I could not see somebody in Freetown, Massachusetts besides you with like a tame crow. So what you got to do is next time you're back home, you got to be on a Frisian horse. With a crow on your with shoulder, oh, with, your, with, the, with your clog boots or your clog shoes on, and just take the most fucking Dutch picture ever, the most <laughs> Frisian picture ever, and uh, and then and then that's when you'll be like adorned as like the the prince of uh, Friesland. You know, you know what we should like create though? It's like on the saddle of the Frisian horse. If you can make somehow an attachment to where I have like a little handlebar, handlebar. Oh, or something like that. that, we'll do that up. Like so, we'll attach it, and then it's just like being like, "Yo, I'm riding a Frisian horse chopper, man. The and chopper had horse." I, I, I've always had this dream for years and dec- at least the last decade, where I wanted to make a sissy bar on the back of my chopper. It was just in the shape of a T, or had a perch on the top, and have a bird of prey. Like your buddy, like you said, like that dude did in high school or school where I have just like a hawk or like some kind of eagle or some, some kind of bird. Just sticking with you. And it's just like, how mighty would it be, right? Especially if you had a crew of dudes and everyone had like a sissy bot like that. You throw your hawks up, get on your bike. Obviously, you're not rolling like highway like crazy, but like you roll down, you know, to the, the store or the fucking party or the wherever. And everyone parks, and then all of a sudden, out of the sky, all these birds of prey come and just land on the right sissy bar. Like, that's the mightiest fucking thing ever. That would be awesome. I, I, I can and I, that's why can I, I need. Can to I become, get a parrot? Yeah, whatever. Hell yeah! But that's why I need to become a billionaire so I can just make dumb shit like this happen. Like, because that would take a little bit of time and effort. But we could, we could do that. Yes, sure. and and be, becoming a billionaire. I mean, it's as easy as just buying the right lottery ticket. I just refuse to buy the right lottery ticket yeah. and go the hard or, way. Or just you know? yeah, <laughs> investing, just just investing the right, like finding the right fucking 
sketchy person with insider information that's going to give you tips on how to invest right i don't know any of them guys i i know guys that can do you know you need some dirt done i got that i got everything that. i got that reach i got reach for dumb shit but i don't get reach for like real money shit you know what i mean um, you got somebody if you want a pet crow we know somebody but yeah. if you want insider trader information yeah, yeah we're out man i'm, I'm like, twice removed us. from a frisian crow trainer <laughs> right but i'm like oh uh, yeah 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 nobody i know is, is successful in the stock market so yeah, but like on the on the traveling, so we do like a bunch of like uh, tattoo conventions here. What we what we want to do, it's like I, I try to like be because I have so many ideas, I just don't have the time to do everything. Oh, dude, I, that's I, my life. Yeah, and I I learned to kind of shut up about ideas that I have because there's other people that have more time or no side projects. More that time and like, no ideas that are like, oh shit, I'll do that. That's yeah. a good idea. I can yeah. do that right now. I know now, right now you know? some motherfucker's already training a fucking hawk to land on, the, he's making the sissy bar and he's fucking gonna do it. And I'm yep. gonna be like, fuck you motherfucker. Because exactly. I'm gonna be jealous. Like, that's, all, <laughs> yeah. that's the only reason. So, but like uh, what we, what I would like to do is uh, we, we wanna do a little bit more like pop-up events. Yeah. To where if like a tattoo shop has like a flash weekend or like anything like that to where we can just be there. Obviously we have such a large amount of flash that like people could either pick from that, but just like we just want to be present or, or seen in the tattoo world kind of thing. I, you I, know? I have the idea for you. When I was a kid in my neighborhood, uh, when we moved from New Bedford into Dartmouth, there was the neighborhood that we lived in. They had this thing called the bookmobile. And um, I think I, I remember it was like, was it like a little old, like UPS truck kind of thing. Yeah. It was something like a UPS truck thing. Once a week it would come and it was like a little library and you could, you could rent, you could take a book out and then bring it back the next week. So you, you have the tattoo flash mobile and you just drive around the tattoo shops and it's like one of those things with a side and door or open door on the side. You can just open it up right on the side I love it. And it, all your flashes inside, but you have like books or whatever for reference. And someone's like, I want G10. And then you just go into the back and you pick out G10 and be like, here's your flash. What about a crow picks the G10? Oh, you say G10 <laughs> and then the, the crow flies in the back. But there's not a lot of flying room in the back of this. You just get, you That's know, true, but you get like the hot. transit van like we have and you just fucking outfit it with a bunch of shells and then you're Dude, ready like, to roll. If I was, and, and not that age, like should like limit anybody, but like it, you were like 35 with nothing, not as much No, probably 20s. 20, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I was 20s, I would have loved something like that and go cross country. Yeah. Because it used to be a girl that used to come to, the, you You know what I'm talking about. She used to come to all the tattoo shops and oh, yeah, sell it's, flash it's and books. Wendy Belzell. Wendy, yeah. Yeah, shout Wendy Belzell. It's like shout out to her. She, she, sells, her she sells all our books. You know, she has all our books. Like she wholesales yeah. them. Um, she's amazing. She's absolutely amazing. Um that's how I got to know her. When I worked in San Diego, I don't think I've ever met her in, in Tucson or, or Denver, where I lived for a little bit. Uh, but San Diego, that's like where I first started meeting her. And yeah, I mean, that's like 2006, 2007. Yeah. So like, that's how long I've already known her and she'd go cross country. And like, it will be a perfect thing for Tattoo Flash Collective to do. It's just, I don't have the time for it. Yeah. Plus she still has somebody on the road. And it's kind of like one of those things being like, okay, it's well, her thing. Yeah. It's her thing. I, 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 would, I just haven't I, seen her in years. I didn't know if she was still doing it. Would say, I don't think that they come up to New England that often. So, and like, I wouldn't mind doing it in New England because it's, it, I could do it as a weekend kind of thing, right? Yeah, I yeah. could go to just Burlington, up to Burlington, Vermont, stop by Brattleboro and yeah. stop by a bunch of shops. And it's like, I mean, 
we're kind of, we're a New England company, right? Yeah, like yeah. being like, it's just like uh, one of those things that I would love to do something like that. It's just that I don't have the time for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither, neither does Kent and we don't have the money to pay somebody to do it. Yeah. Uh, but like, that is like one thing, like we just want to like support like these smaller kind of like events right like how you go to like chopper events and you just like bring a chopper and show what you're doing it, it's just uh being part of the being part in the community being you know giving culture, back yeah, to yeah, yeah. Be, giving back to the culture and all of that like um so that that's like one like big one that i i want to do uh the first one actually we're doing is in march somewhere in the netherlands at rinto shop yeah, yeah, yeah. so we're gonna do on saturday we are going to do a uh a walk-in day where we just tattoo Sunday, we do the same thing walking day, but like a lot of tattoo shops are closed on Sunday. So that's like when we just do a pop-up event for tattoo flash collective, put all our books out, all our prints out. And that's like hoping that like just other tattooers come by, just make it kind of a cool, like little event. You yeah, know, man. it's, it's one thing that I want to do in Boston too. Cause obviously that's like, you know, my studio is basically the headquarters of tattoo flash collective. So everything that we have is stalled there. Uh, just do cool little things. Have some live music and your, all that at your at your studio. Yeah, yeah. This is a perfect way to like try these kind of things out. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So, if I only have like a little bit more time here and there to like arrange that, but yeah, oh, or just finding a weekend that you're not already like book solid and whatnot, and that yeah. you're not traveling. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, the traveling is uh, you know, it's like uh, just just it, it's it's a it's a beautiful thing too. It it could stress you out sometimes, you know, like as far as like being like, man, my schedule is so crazy. But like again, like how beautiful is it that I can just like travel back home, see my family, and just Work. still do my job, and make you know? Money. Yeah, yeah. And it, it pays for the trip. Yeah, it pays for the trip. It's like you're not coming back with any money, but it pays for it. And how many people can say that they just went to the Netherlands for like two weeks and just you know like kind of broke even? Uh, you yeah, know? yeah. So, you, it didn't come out of pocket. Yeah. yeah. Um, when, when you guys, were, when you went to Greece, you weren't tattooing, right? That was just to go to Greece. That was just to go to Greece. Yeah. That was like one of the, uh, the, the, the few vacations that like I did not, well, no, the first couple of days we were in, in, it was kind of like an, a, a very funny thing, like with like people like in our party that we traveled with the family of Tasha, like got sick and got COVID. So it was like slightly different than it was, but like, I did not do a single drawing. And that was one, probably one of the first times that yeah, three yeah. weeks I was just like, I don't, I don't even want to draw anything. Yeah, yeah. I that didn't probably retouched the batteries iPad. a little bit then, right? Oh, it was amazing. Cause like right after that, I flew to Denmark to do the 40 year anniversary party of Henning, um, with my buddy Brian. And then from there I went to the Netherlands and then to Germany to do the conventions and all of that. And it's just like amazing, like three weeks of no work, just just beaches and like Athens and we saw turtles. I got sunburned, amazing food. Mm. And then just like all these like events, like right after where it just charges you up. Every time I go to a convention, well, to the good conventions, cause like there's so many conventions now too, obviously, but like the, the good conventions for me are like when you come back and you're just like, fuck. I got to step it up because like there's so much good stuff out yeah, there yeah, yeah. and it's just, you, you don't feel like you're not good enough, but you just feel inspired. Yeah, you just yeah, are yeah. like, I don't know. You might have that when you go to like a chopper show and you see so much stuff to where you're not like, Oh, I'm making a lesser product. No, not at all. It's just like you're charged and you're like, 
enthusiastic to just like you know get at it again yeah i mean and i'm gonna be quite honest i gotta find that again because i just find them i'm like i get caught up in the dumb shit and i'm like yeah this all sucks now but i still love it you know obviously yeah. i wouldn't be here if i didn't love it but I, i'm i'm not uh uh super stoked right now but we're about an hour in and so this was introduced on our in- initial podcast. Oh, the grab bag. The, the mystery bag of nips or the mystery bag it, of shooters. or It became a plastic bag instead air, of a brown bag. Airline bottles or whatever whatever you call them. The little individual. So I'm going to let you. And choose. like these are like the worst ones ever. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't, these aren't the ones. Dan just got me for Christmas like a fucking massive bag. Did you look in there? Or did you just grab one? I just grabbed the top okay. one, but okay. I didn't okay. know what I grabbed, but right. it's a classic fireball one. All right. Because that's the rule. You can't look. I'm, just, I'm not looking. Okay. I'm just, I'm just getting the bag open because it's in a bag within a bag. But I have a massive bag that's going to last us like the whole fucking year. Oh, uh, that's like good that I uh, didn't I like. Uh, oh, you got the McGillaguddies? Yeah, sugar bomb. That's um, like good that I didn't get some because I, I was going to grab like a whole bunch of them. Yeah. I was just being like, yo, Tattoo Flash Collective can be the grab bag like sponsor as oh, well. No, Dan, Dan got me this massive, it's like literally 10 pounds of them. It's fucking crazy. It's at the tattoo shop. Right we're buddy. too far. We're, yeah, the, yeah. we're at a Viking oh, table. Right. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> Gross. Oh, that makes your nipples fucking hard, bro. Would you have a Red Bull and, and vodka and then a, a yeah, fireball to wash vodka. it down? It's like funny because I hardly ever drink. It seems that like oh, the only people that get me to drink is like if you get me on a podcast kind <laughs> of thing. So I guess I got to loosen up. Yeah, man. I, I am drinking Tito's and orange cream ghost. Oh, uh, yeah. You have that bad energy drink. Well, not fucking, that mine is that much fun. No, matter, no. But the like, ghost is like the bottom of the barrel of energy drinks. I don't know how I got it. And then, uh, yeah, this McGillicuddy's is... Because it tastes good. That's why. Yeah, it's all right. That's yeah. why we have it. But... But yeah, I I think that like uh, if if we if we focus on like the the positives, you know, it's like you, you can kind of it, it's it's good. I like to focus on the negative because I like to complain, and it's yeah. good sometimes. But like I think that there is like there's a lot of fucking cool tattooers out there. There's a lot of good flash painters. There's a lot of good like bike builders out there. Yeah, that, oh, like, absolutely. Do have that no. passion, and it's just like fucking shed out the fucking shit stains yeah. of the well, fucking industry. You the know? good like, thing is that. Right now, I think we're going into economic hard times, and that's going to shake the, the fair weather motherfuckers out. It's yeah. just that, like, a lot of the bike world got co-opted by, like, Harley sponsoring shit and this and that, and it just brings a different element and vibe to it. And there's a lot of people that, you know, are in positions that, you know, they didn't, they just were in the right place at the right time, but I don't. You know, I don't know, man. Like, it's just, there's no shortage of cool bikes. And that's what keeps me going. Like, yeah. I love, like, like, I don't like the scene as much as I used to. I think it's been watered down and infiltrated and fucking co-opted and fucking abused and fucking raped. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a good bike is a good bike. And I don't care who fucking built it. Like, like I, I, I give respect, like, to, like, if, if something's done well and executed well, I do love that. And, I, yeah. and that's what keeps me around. Like, and I, I think it's almost like being, like, if I think back to when, when, when for myself then, when, when I got into, like, punk and hardcore, you know, it's like how it was, like, 
it wasn't like Spotify, like, right? Like we no. had to go, like, I was lucky that where I went to, like, I think it's your equivalent of like high school. Like it was in a town where there was one record store and he was like pretty well known for his metal and hardcore kind of collection, yeah. right? So every like school break, I could just go there. And you know how we would like- We had the same thing that like, I went to New Bedford Vogue and right down the street, there was a place- uh, a dude at a record store. There was like a record store and a hot dog store and everyone would go to the hot dog store. But we go in the record store and he had, I still remember like records that he had in there. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Oh, like some of the bands that I remember, it's like, I remember one time cause like he eventually would know like these, these 14 year, 13, 14 year old kids like coming and being interested in fucking hardcore and all that. So like, he knew what to stop. So yeah. he knew and he knew when our breaks were and he would just like have like new ones. And then like we had like the uh, metal magazine Artschok where Ono Cromag like did like uh, the yeah. reviews for. Shout and, out to Ono Cromag, rest in peace. Rest yeah. in peace. And it was like funny because like, there was a record that came out and I don't know, I, we could look back the years, but I think I was like around 15, 14, 15. And it was, uh, it said uh, Biohazard and then it said Sick of It All. So I thought, like I knew Biohazard and I thought that they had a new record out that called. was called Sick of It All, right? Mm -hmm. Like made sense. No, it was the Sick of It All Scratch Service. And he was like, Johannes, you got to listen to this, you know? So yeah. that's how I got introduced to like, like Sick of It All. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still till today, the, my all-time favorite hardcore band, like hands down, just because of that nostalgia. But like, we had to, like, we would look through like the, 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 the thanks list and all of that to just like find like new bands and sure, all of yeah, that. Yeah. And I think that like in tattooing now too, it's like, I love it when somebody introduces me or tags me into like somebody's post. Yeah. That is a good tattooer that I might not have seen. And like, it's kind of like ridiculous. Cause like, obviously first we would look through like magazines and find tattooers, but like, it's, it's our job to like, we can make good people get the attention that they need. Like, that's like what I want to focus on, on, on social media is like being like, yo, motherfucker, y'all are check in like dude, fucking chop. You're, out. you're into choppers. Check these motherfuckers out, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause like the, the sad thing is that like, if you need to get the algorithms on your side, it is so much work that yeah, you yeah. and I don't have that time for it. Yeah, that's there is some, people whose job is that. Right? And there are some that. businesses that just have $10,000 a month allocated towards that. And yeah. those are the choppers you see, but it's like being like, okay, well fuck it. Let's use Instagram as a thankless dude. Like I want to make sure. Yeah. It's like being like, if that's how we did it with fucking hardcore being like, okay, well now instead of looking through a CD booklet being like, all right, well, I'm going to use Instagram to promote my fucking friends like Instagram. Yeah. You know, like, cause you're already through the algorithms are going to find the shit stains of the fucking industry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to be the wet wipe of the fucking industry. <laughs> Fuck that. Shit stains are going to be there. Yeah. I'll be the wet wipes to fucking wipe those shit stains And off. then I'm going to be the dry wipe that follows it up. <laughs> that's a little more rugged and a little more abrasive yeah, like about it. Like thousand grid or abrasive, 800 yeah, grid. Kind of abrasive dry like, wipe. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but I think that like, uh, it takes time, but like if we're on there already, we might as well just promote like our friends and all yeah. of that, you know? And I think we kind of do that anyway. We do. Absolutely. And I think that like, but like if, 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 if you... I think if we all do that like a little bit more, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just, 
it does you're on there already you're looking at a hot chick with some fucking tattooed titties already because the algorithms say that you should look at that well i might as well crush that and tell people to fucking <laughs> bro check if, this. If, you know how like if you go to that instagram page and it shows you like things that it thinks you want to see literally mine is like Choppers, maybe some tattoo stuff, and fucking raccoons. It's all yeah. raccoons. Like, <laughs> raccoons doing fucking funny shit, dude. Like, I'm like, I, I will have one before I die. A raccoon and a crow. Like, you know what I mean? Before there you go. I die. Well, this, this, it, it, it's, like, funny, too, because, like, when you look at, like, your, your, your explore page, yeah. you know, it's like being like, well, why is this all popping up? It's because you look at it. Oh, I do, dude. I, like, I, I, mean, go down, like, I go down rabbit holes of fucking raccoon stupidity, dude, like all the time. Yeah. That shit makes me laugh. That's why, because they're little fuckers. Like. Oh, it's like, I, I would love to see you have one. <laughs> I would love to. You can have a raccoon here and yeah. then like being like, well, maybe we'll just like, we'll ask Rinto if he can have like a fucking uh, chopper head crow or something. Like if we cannot import it, you know? Yeah, I, I feel like. Getting a bird over would be very traumatic to the bird. I don't. I don't think it's not if they're young. Yeah, like I right. Know. I don't know. Yeah. I've I've never been a bird in my Why, life. Is, you is know? It I've been a that, lot of things. Is he, he does the the crow stuff. Uh, I don't think I don't know if Rinto actually ever had a crow, oh, but okay. like he's from an area Where that like that. there is no fucking way that he did not know somebody yeah, that had yeah, a okay, tame okay, fucking okay, crow. Right. Like it has to be. He's gonna like, hit your cousin up. Get him back in the business. Oh my god, that would be fucking hilarious <laughs> if I'm just being like, yo, man, hey, name, name your price, dude. We got this like, thing going on. We we need like three a month. Like, <laughs> what are we gonna do? How are we doing this? I don't I don't know if we're you and I are ready for a new business venture again. You know, <laughs> something like, that ridiculous. I think I'll just end up having like fifteen of them here because like. Just cause we'd like change the whole ecosystem yeah. of like fucking New England well, that's because the thing, right? we like, imported crows. Yeah, like I don't. That's what I mean. There's like a whole level of like craziness, like 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 importing animals. I don't think it's super easy. Like, oh, I don't. I, yeah, I, I have no idea. I mean, yeah. like freaking hell. If like seats are already are hard to fucking bring, I think. But if you're animal, if you're like, if you're a crow trainer in the U.S. and uh, yeah, then then give us a shout. We'll talk. Yeah, let's let's find one. Let's find one. That's gonna be our goal for twenty twenty four. Find a crow trainer. <laughs> a crow trainer, in the U S. Uh, hit us up if you got somebody, and we'll we'll uh, we'll figure something out. They can sponsor. The, all I want, give me a crow, and I'll give you a free sponsorship for the whole year of of, 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 of you know the podcast. I love it. <laughs> love it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so you, how was the, um, I don't think we talked much because you guys were so fucking beat when you got back, but like, how was the uh, Terlingua bike run, man? It was one of my favorite fucking trips in the last 10 years, probably. It yeah. was like that road trip that you had when you were like, kind of like in your twenties, like, you know, when you would yeah, just yeah. go like see a hardcore show or something or go on tour it was insanity that my mileage on the motorcycle was 20 miles more to go from Lynn to Chopperhead and Chopperhead back than what we were actually able to ride in Terra Lingua just due to like weather and like an unfortunate like, accident, accident yeah. and all of that. What, what motorcycle but did you bring? Did you bring your FXR? Or I the, brought the uh, FXR. Yeah. 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 That's right, I was that's just right. like being like, all I right. I fucking loaded me, it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like being like, all right, let me take the FXR on this one uh, instead of the, like the Dyna. Uh, like the FXR, I, I got like, and I haven't really ridden it yet because like last year I had a lot of travels and then we had like a really shit kind of like summer. Um, yeah, it, it literally just, it rained. There was only 
what was it two or three weekends where it didn't rain and all of this the whole yeah summer. and i think that those are the three weekends that i actually was in in america yeah, <laughs> in, yeah, in yeah, new yeah, england yeah. so it was like horrible like what we had like a few bike nights and that's like about it but like that trip i i told tasha too when i came back it's like when when the accident happened and when uh the boston guys basically got rerouted and being like okay let's go to chicago to just like help help somebody out you know and just like bring them back like if you want to sit in like a car with pat chris and lanny with broken ribs good fucking luck because i actually had like pain in my stomach like i freaking worked out just because of laughing oh dude like I there love, is there, I you cannot sit in a freaking car with like new england fucking with boston guys and not laugh your ass off yeah, it yeah. like it was just like it was like stomach ache kind of like pain like just so fucking fun like that was the whole like thing the, the trip there was just like crazy i think we did 5200 5300 miles something like that in, in in like five days. No, you guys, it only took like two or three days to get there. Yeah, well, to to get there and then to back as oh, well, oh, right? Oh, the, like the whole trip. I, was I think the whole days. trip was 5,300 5, miles with yeah. their detour because like, like I, I might have done a calculation wrong when we were like, okay, well, it makes more sense to go to El Paso. And then the weather didn't like allow us to go through like some mountain passes. So we had to go like all the way backtrack and all of that. I think we did 5,300 miles to ride the motorcycle for 98 miles. Oh, the whole ride was only 100 miles? The whole ride. Like, I, I, well, it took me 120 miles to get the bike here, load it up, and get back. Right. And it was 98 miles. And it was worth it yeah. every fucking single but, mile. But, like, yeah. So, like, I talked to people, like, roughly about it. But, like, you know, what was the riding like? It was just mountain, mountain roads? Yeah, it was, like, mountain roads. But it's, like, I forgot, like, the river that, like, was there. But, like... The, the terrain was, like, absolutely gorgeous. But because, like, they get so little rain, and just that weekend that we were there, it was raining. So, like, roads were flooded. Oh, there was the, a lot of mud on the yeah, roads yeah. and, like, little, like, loose gravel, like, rocks, which obviously is not a thing that you want to have, like, yeah, like yeah. On, 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 like, a motorcycle. Um, scenery was absolutely gorgeous I, I i wish that like we could go back again and just actually see because we didn't even ride the national park just due to like circumstances and all of that um i, I don't know i i don't think that i've ever seen just scenery like that like you know plus it's it, so it remote amazing. like when that accident happened it, it took like two hours for the ambulance to even come right yeah we, we didn't even have signal yeah. Like, so we couldn't even call like an ambulance. I think yeah. like that it was like, just like two guys, like went two two guys went forward, two guys went backwards, one to like pick up, like obviously the, the truck so we could trailer the bike away. And then the other one to just call out like for like help and all yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. There it's was just no bananas. cell phone signal at yeah. all. So yeah. like, yeah, you, you're sitting there and you're waiting hour and a half, two hours just on like a, uh, 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 an ambulance to show up and then when we were all like trailing back like an other bike broke down so then we stood there and then me and mark we uh marky from arizona we uh rode the bikes back to uh where where we were staying to the campground to grab like some tools to fix the bike but 
yeah, that was not happening. So we are just like, okay, let's just trailer it. So yeah, we, yeah. we missed the whole barbecue kind of thing too. But like all in all, it was, it was amazing. It's yeah. just like, I think that like if you schedule at, like road trips like that, right? It's like almost like going on tour with a band, like being like, it's the unexpected that like make the stories. Sure, yeah, thing, absolutely. You know, like that's like, yeah, it's unfortunate, but like that's like 20 years from now, you'll still remember that. Yeah. No, I, I love that shit. I was so fucking pissed that we couldn't go. Um, you know, one, my dog's dying. But two, we had these two motherfuckers that walked out on us at the bar the week we opened the kitchen. And, like, we just couldn't fucking go, man. Like, yeah. It was supposed to be all set. Like, you know what I mean? And they walked They walked out. They they worked there all the, the work up to the to the opening the first week was hectic as we all knew it was going to be and then starting the second week it got better you know what i mean and they were like oh this is too crazy blah 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 and they left walked out on us uh v- very shittily fuck them motherfuckers um but uh yeah man yeah i'm I, and i resented well, and those, more are because, those unexpected things that like you never know right yeah like, but that's like like, like i was the only thing in life I was looking forward to was that fucking was that yeah. fucking trip. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was super stoked you guys had me on because like that that trip, like I said, it, it was just hilarious. I still have pictures on there, like, and it's just like to anybody that wasn't there, it might not even seem that funny, but like it just like was a chain of event, like of like having to like detour completely to El Paso to get somebody like on a plane that was in a hospital, and then running out of gas and Lenny stepping out of the car after so many hours of driving and sitting in a puddle of fucking just mud and his whole socks and everything. It's yeah, just yeah. like, I don't know. And somehow we ended up in the same gas station where we were like three hours ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, it, it was, it was hilarious. It was just like so much fun. It, it's like made, made you kind of feel young again. You yeah, know, yeah. I mean, it, it took me a while to get, to get back on like being like shit, you know, like, like back on track, 5,300 miles in four or five days, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah, it took me a while to be like, all right, like I think I caught up on sleep and all yeah. of that. But well, that, the other thing is when you're on the road like that, that hard with no like stopping and just driving and driving and driving, like you get out of like regular life, like in just like the routines of regular life. And it's like, you just, like a nomad like you know just wild yeah. and it's like and, and the then trip like, there and then was, getting back into regular life and regular society sucks you're like this sucks Fuck that you. bean bag that we had that you were like just bring the bean bag man like that was like probably Big the Joe. best decision that yeah. we fucking did because like that like i didn't even think that the drive was that crazy because like with four people being able to drive yeah it's not bad. The, the unfortunate thing was that like when when we drove all the way to texas like the best routes that like are scenic were all done at night. So like we didn't see like up the mountain the ranges. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I just saw some flat fucking land. Yeah, where yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah, just yeah. being like the gas station is yeah. like just functions as everything. It's like your urgent care. It's your yeah, like yeah, pizza yeah, yeah. shop. It's your fucking like whatever kind of thing. You know, that's what we saw But like all those beautiful mountain passes. Like we were just yeah. kind of like, you know, pitch black. Yeah. You know? So, but like it, it, it's definitely like some, some of those things that like, I, I think it's, it's good to do sometimes. Cause it's like brings you out of like your regular kind of, you know, like daily like life and yeah. just like being like, get the fuck out and do something crazy, you know, like drive like freaking 5,300 miles to go 98 <laughs> miles on a motorcycle. Why not? Yeah. But those are 98 awesome miles with a bunch of good dudes. That's that's it. I mean, you saw the little video that we made of it and it yeah. was like amazing. It was yeah. just like super fun. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it, 
it it was a hundred percent fucking like worth it. Yeah. Well, we'll figure out something for next year. Um, the uh, Christian must have been a, Christian's a good asset on road trips. Me and him drove cross country at least six or seven times. Well, he's the he's the night guy, you know. Like yeah, he's, he's, he's he's he like, loves he'll he'll take the two a.m. to eight a.m. shift of, of driving. Yeah. Yeah, I was stoked on that. You know, yeah, like yeah. okay, like I, I'm I'm good to stay awake a long time if I have to, but yeah. like you know, like I. Uh, I do like my uh, my 12 a.m. is kind of my call time, you yeah, know, yeah. It's like being like, all right, it's time for bed. Like, I think my eyes are closing little yeah, by little yeah. more and more. So yeah. it's first time I saw Bucky's, Bucky's, like one of those crazy oh, ass, the, like fucking the, gas stations yeah, in yeah, Texas and all stops, of that. Yeah, Buckeyes or Bucky's. Bucky's yeah. or something yeah, 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 like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, yeah, you see some crazy shit on the road. That's like, to me, like the beauty of America. It's just like so unbelievably big and you should see some crazy shit and it's yeah. just like so many remote areas that like you just yeah. you it's, just don't see in europe that much the words the thing is going on road trips like that cross-country road trips like even like 10 15 years ago was a lot different than now because you know like you've been you've been around in the country for a long time yeah, you've I mean, traveled since, since 2006 so like yeah. now it's getting more whitewashed where you just go and it's like even you could be in the littlest fucking town in the middle of nowhere and it'll be like a starbucks and this and that like i don't see this shit like let's see some cool local shit you know what i mean and you get some of that but it's getting less than it used to be that's like one thing that like sometimes it's like being like okay well it it, life is what it is right and and like a trip like that you wish that you just had time for two weeks to yeah. say like you know what we're gonna fucking go we're gonna stop, stop here, here go see stop these motherfuckers, here go yeah see stay here for a day go there go yeah, there yeah. go there but like you know, the reality of it is like like we we just have too many businesses, like too much like business to yeah, like everyone's gonna work take two yeah. weeks off. It's like I wish I could, you yeah. know, but like it's just not in the book sometimes, and it's fine too, you know. Like that's like that's why I think it's important that you do what you love because you're gonna fucking spend some time on it. So like you might as well do something that you're like actually like passionate about. Absolutely, man. What else going on, dude? Uh, man, like, okay, so we've few little travels, tattoo conventions. Honestly, I think it's like exact, like a replica of 2003, just like maybe like different places and all of that. So I'm gearing up to where it's like I said, like the five year anniversary. I, I have no idea yet what I want to do with that, but I, I want to do something special at least, you know, yeah. um, for the rest, I'm, I'm just trying to like enjoy life and, and, you know, like we, we see enough hardship of like that, like life could be over in a heartbeat so just you know like i'm 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 not like i'm not trying to live that life anymore to just like try and save up as much money as i can to hopefully make it till retirement age because it's just not like you know what if i need to be a walmart greeter at 75 fuck it i got some stories but at least i lived it up in my 40s you know and you know what and and you know what it's not the worst thing like getting out of the house and being 75 and still working. Like, I know that seems like weird to some people, but I'm like, yo, you, you die when you're not doing shit. Like yeah. when you're inactive, like that's when you're going to die. I'm going to work. I know I'm literally going to work for the fucking, I'll probably die at work. You know what I mean? I, like, I think, I think retirement would be great if, if I want to work, but like you don't financially have the stress of like making a shit ton of money. It's yeah, like yeah. being like, I mean, how beautiful could it be that like you're retired, but you still come to Chopperhead and just like build bikes kind of yeah. thing. You know, it's like being like, why would you want to stop that? And it's like, just, I, 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's like, I, I, like I'm bored already if I'm off in the afternoon and you know, I'm trying yeah, to find I, things to do yeah, already. If I have a day so off, I, I don't know what to fucking do with myself. Like, yeah. No, it's like, I don't have like, one of those, but if I did, like if I'm sick, like I'm like, what the fuck dude? <laughs> yeah. Just being like, like take some fucking NyQuil so it can sleep it off. And then yeah, at yeah. least I'm like better again to like do some like fun stuff. So I've been, I've been picking up like, uh, I've been like making an effort into, cause you, you know how it is that like you, you just like are so busy. Right. And, and your brain is so occupied with just like, just, you kind of have that same. It's like, you always have ideas. It's just like, you know, which ideas come to fruitation and all of that. And, and, um, I, I started getting like in into kind of like a, a, a habit or like a flow of like, all right, I wake up at seven in the morning, I get my breakfast, I walk to work. It's like a 25 minute walk. So that's the absolutely fucking amazing. I walk to work, I get like a little bit of fresh air, a little bit of exercise. Then I'm like in the shop from 9am to like mostly 9pm. Then I come home, I shower, I eat something and I sit in front of the fucking TV and I draw and repeat. And that's like a cycle that I'm trying to break of like, I just don't want to be glued to the goddamn TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just set up the house again to where like on the coffee table or, or dining table, whatever it is, it's just like, I have my paintings ready. So like whenever I come home and I do have time, I like to draw on paper still yeah rather than on the ipad and the ipad is goddamn it's fucking nice it's like you don't have to like freaking like print everything out and resize everything so there's a lot of beauty to it but like i found yeah, especially like, when you're yeah like i mean if you're painting something or trying to do some flashes that's different but like if you're if you're trying to draw a tattoo and put it on somebody like just being able to resize it right there or just like oh i just want like if these eyes were a little bigger like little things in it like you're not starting from scratch yeah again. being like motherfucker you really want me to do this whole drawing again because this flower needs to be 10 percent bigger yeah. fuck you know and yeah. that's so composition wise i love to do it on the ipad i i know that like and it's to each their own however sure, however yeah, yeah. it works right if it works for you fucking use it to your advantage to me, the thing that I did not like about it is that, like, instead of sitting behind a table and actually be be present in the moment of, like, the drawing or the painting, I would just sit on the couch because it's an iPad, right? You can sit on the couch and I would just, like, draw and all you're, of you're that. You're not spilling and it's just anything. Like, or, yeah, yeah. It's like, ah, fuck, man. And it's like, I cannot tell you what I watched yesterday. It's just... Background. It's yeah. just diarrhea. Like a fucking Netflix is just diarrhea after diarrhea. It's just fucking bullshit. You know, it's like, so I, I'm a YouTube guy. It's just like being like, again, like being like, I don't need Netflix to have my fucking views. I'd rather have fucking some chopper fucking builds, like get my fucking like views, you know, yeah, yeah. at least it's again, it's like being like, it's people that create content to entertain me. I'd rather, rather watch that and just like, actually draw by hand and paint by hand again and just like be a little bit more present in the whole process of of building something like building a tattoo out and all of that so um that's like one thing that i because like last year was the first time in my tattoo career that i did not paint a single flash page wow yeah 
that, that, that it's not crazy to think that since 2007, 2006, that's the first time in a whole year that I did not do a single flash page. And it's like something that like, it, it was good because I was busy with other project, but it's something that I, actually really like to do so i'm just like being like so okay i just gotta set time apart and where can yeah. i take time away i cannot take time away from like drawing of clients right because yeah. they pay good money for it and they respect all that time in the world i cannot take time away from like tattoo flash collective because i we made that promise to the artist to to make that sure. what it is so then there were two aspects that i could take time away from social media as far as like Black Stallion goes, and then uh, like just watching TV. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, well, those are the first, those are the two things that I really don't give a fuck about in my life. So, uh, you know, like we just, I, I just started like making a, a conscious decision of like being like, all right, let me just like be more aware of that. Uh, I mean, two months from now, ask me the question again because yeah, I might like yeah. fall back every now and then into old quote unquote habits or something sure. like that. You know? a, but, have, have you done a flash drawing in 2024 already? I, well, it's funny that like, so like I, like, is it snowing outside? Yeah, that's what I keep looking at. I'm like, good thing you didn't take the bike down. It was like 50 degrees a ah, two hours ago and, and now it's, it's snowing hard. Like, I'm looking out. Look, look, I'm looking at your truck out in the front there. Ah oh, man, Truth, Truth just like offered me to ride his fucking like motorcycle here, <laughs> and I, I'm I'm on I'm on like I'm I'm hate to say it, but I'm on Crocs and all of that, and I'm like fuck yeah, I'll ride your motorcycle on Crocs, but we should have done that before the fucking like yeah. thing. But so yeah, my 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 uh, my brain doesn't always like uh, doesn't always like. Um, benefit like of what i want to do it's just like i'm scatterbrained like adhd like fucking crazy so the way that i do flash pages is like i just have multiple half finished flash pages either line drawings or they're like halfway shaded black or some of the green is in there and then i'm like yeah fuck it i gotta do something else and then i start something new so i have about 10 that are like ready kind of to go yeah. that I'm like, all right, I want to make an effort. And like 2024, I have to do at least one or two pages because <laughs> yeah, I cannot yeah. run the biggest flash company and, and not like be, not be flash, fucking yeah. creating flash. Yeah, but yeah. again, I'm looking at the positive parts of it. That just means that like TFC and Black Stallion has kept me busy enough to where I couldn't paint, you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, it, it is what it is. Oh yeah, man. Well, where can people find? I know, I know you have you've been taking a social media break, but I know you're coming back. So why why don't you tell people where they can find more information? Uh, and I'll put all this in the show notes, so you don't. So if you're driving right now, you don't have to remember it. But uh, um, well, yeah. so Black Stallion Tattoo is my tattoo page. Uh, you can find everything about like out like uh, on like what I'm what I'm up to with the shop and all of that and travels. Uh, tattoo Flash Collective is like the main Tattoo Flash Collective page. We have a Tattoo Flash Collective Europe page. I think it's Tattoo Flash Collective underscore Europe. Okay, that's um, important. We got European listeners. Yeah, and it's like, it's it's obviously like the main page covers already Europe and all of that. But like we, we want to, if I have like a little bit more time on the social media thing, like we want to just like promote like a little bit more specialty, like, you know, exclusive European content yeah. on that one. Uh, so those are the three main pages. Uh, I have like a, a motorcycle page too, but I don't do too much with that. It's 617 just gold member. 617 <laughs> underscore gold member, I think. And then I have Johannes <laughs> underscore Black Stallion tattoo as my, my quote unquote private page. But 
I, I don't have enough time to update all yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, it's just more that like the, the, the motorcycle page is awesome because like I tend to go on there when I want to watch motorcycle stuff and like the algorithms don't favor like tattoo on there. Sure, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, I can just be like, all right, I just need to take a break from like seeing tattoos. I just want to see like motorcycles. That's like when I go on there. Um, and then I, I, since I don't want to put too much private stuff on my tattoo page and all of that, I have like the Johannes Black Stallion tattoo page. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't, I think the yeah. last time that I updated that is when Lenny took me to a, uh, to a soccer game, uh, <laughs> like the, uh, the New England, uh, revolution. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's been too long ago already so, yeah. too, you know, but. No, I, re I kind of remember that one when I, was, I haven't seen it in a while. So yeah. So at Black Stallion Tattoo, at Tattoo Flash Collective, and TattooFlashCollective.com, and BlackStallionTattoo.com. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, like, funny thing is that don't go directly to BlackStallionTattoo.com because I oh. lost the password to uh. the uh, updating thing, and the guy that built the site, I cannot reach him anymore, and he is registered as the manager, so it's like... I can't get into my own website. So oh, my website still has old shit on there. Yeah, so has just go like, to the Instagram. Has yeah. like a misspelling on yeah. the email address, yeah, which yeah. is like, it, I'm very professional, guys. Like very, you know, it's yeah, like yeah. I can't even access it. All right. So, so if you know anything about like fucking websites and how the fuck I can get my website back, let me know because, yeah. But like luckily I have like, I have such a solid like clientele that like supports me that like I, like the website not functioning like has not no, like doesn't really matter, been, yeah. but I don't think people are really checking regular websites anymore anyway it's all social media man yeah it's it, I mean and I can't even blame them right because it is easy it's like I'm like oh, fuck it I'm on it already anyway that like it's just easier for me to shoot you a message on DM real quick you yeah, know yeah. so like a lot a lot of people are like don't DM no blah 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 and it's like I'm like well it's it's easy I do the same thing so yeah, fuck yeah. it you know like if I do it means that like the general quote unquote public does it too which is like fine it's like a quick easy way of communicating with each other um but yeah, like the website, I think that it's good to have one, but like yeah. the tattooflashcollective.com website, that's the one you want to go to kind of like, you okay. know, like that's, that's the one that's updated fucking daily, basically. Fuck yeah, man. All right. And then, uh, do we want to tell people about like the, the discount code for, uh, for like, uh, the podcast or are we going to yeah. do that in another one? No, no. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 um, uh, we're going to record a little commercial too. So, oh yeah. boy. Uh, if you use the promo, if you go to tattooflashcollective.com and use the, the, um, the, uh, the, um, promo code, uh, big truth, you get 10% off your order. If you are a Patreon subscriber, um, we will be making an announcement on there cause you get more of a percentage off. So, uh, join Patreon and, Get even more money off. Join Patreon and support a local guy instead of like your fucking target guys. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, fuck yeah, bro. Let's uh, let's uh, let's wrap this up, and we will. Uh, I gotta get pizza from the dipper. Yeah, yeah. We'll head over there right now. <laughs>